Welcome to the Pipeline Award-Winning Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jason Gibbs. You can find me on Twitter at Pipeline underscore. And remember, hilarious, funny, fun-filled TikTok at Pipeline. And of course, you can find me coming through your speakers right now. Another wild college football week in the books. And that's what we talk about in this pod. Weird, wild, wacky, the funny stuff. Maybe we'll throw in some analysis, 10 seconds worth every once in a while. And of course, I'm talking about my partner, KSD. Make sure you follow him on all social media at Pregame Empire. And KSD, Michigan's not allowed to steal signals for one week and South Carolina falls apart. <laughs> that, that that did become the funniest part of the of the Michigan thing to me. Is like it, it, you, you kind of knew that you know, as more and more of this kind of unfolded unraveled and spiraled into whatever direction it's going to end up that this was going to eventually happen but tennessee fans doing the oh we would have beat south carolina last year (laughs) if michigan didn't give them our signs which again let me remind you not only did hidden hooker get hurt in that game which is you know completely unrelated to the sign thing but they also lost by like 40 like (laughs) (laughs) like so yeah, I don't think it mattered who like I don't think it mattered who had who signs. Like South Carolina was in that yeah. game was you know, just had an out of body experience. But yeah, uh, <laughs> did, did not did not quite uh, did not quite work as uh, as well uh, this uh, the, this week for uh, for for the Gamecocks. So who, who knows? Maybe you know maybe Tennessee fans are onto something here. <laughs> well, okay. So last week we talked about a little bit about right? we glossed over it a little bit because at that point all the information we had for the michigan <laughs> sign stealing scandal was basically like they went to games a couple weeks early and filmed them and apparently the team all the teams they played didn't change their signs on a week-to-week basis and that was really kind of all we had to go on so we it, it didn't really seem anything of right substance anyway here's my biggest concern should the United States of America be concerned with the defense of the country if this is how our servicemen are conducting their business yeah, the transactions? Is yes. <laughs> because the answer is absolutely yes. I've never seen anyone leave more of a paper trail, an obvious paper trail, than Connor Stallions has left concerning these sign stealing uh, debacle. Like- there's no telling what Putin knows that, that he's not supposed to, right? Like this dude was a Marine. Like there, there was no telling. I mean, I, I guess at the very least, Putin probably got some, maybe got like a good StubHub deal out of this or something. Right. Go watch, like I don't know, what, whatever he's into. But there's no, there's no telling what this man knows if this is, uh, if this is how our Marines are, uh, are, are act. Like <laughs> the other thing about this too is not only like yes, that the paper trail is so terrible, but like this is, I, I say this as somebody who is a lifelong college football person and college sports person in general. Mm-hmm. This really this goes beyond college football. This is kind of all of, of college sports. College sports people are are by and large not not smart. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I I, I I am one of these people. So I you know this is not me talking down on other people. <laughs> I, I myself fall into this category. But I, I would not I would not label us the the smartest bunch of of people on a on God's green earth here. And yet we we were again collectively as college sports people were able to to see through this mm-hmm. this easily and, and and quickly. So there's again, there's no telling what smarter government people of other countries are are able to 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 find <laughs> out from uh from from our uh, our our esteemed soldiers. 
definitely funny and definitely funny seeing tons of people at opposing stadiums dressed in Michigan gear once again. Oh, uh, yeah. Including, I think, Port, the, 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 Portnoy the was intentionally filming and then tagging Ohio State in his tweet. So. <laughs> The college, the college sports world, uh, if, if one thing that the college sports world is good at, it is responding to the call of duty when things Absolutely. like this happen. And yeah, everybody, everybody knocked it out of the park yesterday for, for sure. hundred percent. Now we're not going to dwell on this too much because obviously NCAA has got an investigation. Allegedly, I don't think Michigan's actually been charged with anything yet. And uh, who knows uh, what did, what did it take Kansas like six years to get a slap on the wrist when they had hard <laughs> and, that, and that evidence? was, and that was the, and that was the FBI being involved too. Right. Again, a more competent bureau of investigation than the NCAA. So there, there's, there's no telling what will happen here. Yeah. So we're not going to dwell on that, but what we will dwell on is the fun stuff that happened on the field and the, the kind of zany stuff. I don't know where RG3 where was start? Harry Potter. Yes. Uh, we had a little Harry Potter. <laughs> Like, I, like I, um, I I can't imagine like like I, I I was I had just turned on the TV yesterday like you know, pretty much right at noon mm-hmm. and like you know I, I turned I was putting Wake Forest and Florida State on on my second screen and I was putting um I don't know one of the one of like Oklahoma and Kansas on, on the main yeah. screen and it's like I get it all queued up and I just kind of look up and I was like wait a second <laughs> I'm like well, what? I was I was like who like, like, cause it was a still shot. You literally just see RG three standing on the sideline and then they pull in, um, Chris Budden, I think was, was doing the, uh, the sideline reporting and she was dressed as Taylor Swift, but, um, it's like, it's oh, just I RG3 get on that. the sideline. I, I, I thought I, I did not get, she was a Taylor Swift. Okay. I see it now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was supposed to yeah, cause she, she was wearing like the Kansas city Chiefs shirt and like the, uh, with like a jacket, like hanging off of one shoulder. Or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was. Yeah, so they they were both dressed up for Halloween, and yeah, RG RG three was in like the full the full Harry Potter <laughs> garb, like you know, straight out of straight out of uh, Gryffindor, you know, right. like like he had just gotten sorted by the Sorting Hat, and you know, and he was going to his to his door. Hufflepuff. Uh, he's the Hufflepuff if I've ever seen one. Yeah, he's, he, head, head head boy, head boy of Hufflepuff, or and that what they call it, or or was. It, prefect perfect yeah prefect yeah prefects is definitely something yeah yeah i mean rg rg3 had the full thing going yeah chris budden chris well because chris because doing taylor swift as a costume is so easy right, right. like i mean if you're if yeah. you're a girl doing taylor swift as a costume this year basically just dress semi-normally and throw on like a kansas city chief shirt and right you got it like so that's that's why it was harder to tell with her yeah, but, uh, and, and yeah. my eyes were drawn, of course, toward this. Uh, <laughs> what is what is RG three like six three? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got he's got to be the tallest, the tallest wizard in, in Hogwarts for sure. Exactly. I don't think they made him that big. <laughs> a lot of fun on the sidelines. We also had a lot of fun in the game, and I know you wanted to talk about this. So let's talk about a couple of the worst plays of the week. Actually, let's talk about three. Let's go back a little okay. bit. Okay. And what I can't remember what day it was. Was it Thursday in which we had the single worst down punt in the history of college football? Uh, and- yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I oh saw yes. this. I, I can't remember. I think uh, Fear the Beard was posting it. And what was it? South Carolina State and uh, MC Central. T- yeah. It, it was so, it was like almost like an out of body experience watching this KSD because. It reminded me of like a kid, they're outside playing kickball or something, 
And it looked kind of like it looked kind of like a Madden glitch almost. Yeah, it it did. It really that's a, that's actually a perfect way to describe it because I what I like, saw was like like when, you're, like when, you're, when you're, you're running towards the ball and it's like like in Madden where like you know some <laughs> sometimes it would happen where like you, you try to tackle somebody mm. and instead of your guy tackling them he just kind of like runs head first into him and he just keeps like running into him and the game is just like glitching and not letting you actually make the tackle he's just kind yeah, of yeah, running yeah. in place up against somebody. <laughs> It was almost kind of like that, but like if he was trying to go get the ball and he just couldn't pick the ball up. Yeah, and because it, like I said, it was it reminded me of of a kid, like a young kid playing kickball or something, and they they haven't ever experienced this, and they'll they'll try, attempt it about one time in which they try and like jump on the ball, and it sends them flying, yeah. and that's look like that's what he did he just jumps on the ball and the most hilarious thing is it ended up in a touchdown for the opposing <laughs> team <laughs> it was well and the thing about it too is if you watch the replay i mean like it it was contested in the sense of like there were players from both teams in the vicinity yeah it was not contested in the sense of like dude gets pushed into the ball or right. going to have a hard time you know making a play on on this football you know what i mean like it was very much like a like like his, the controller just died for a half second and he jumped on top of the ball and landed feet first on it and kicked <laughs> it into the end zone. Like it wasn't like he was somehow, you know, impeded by by the opposition yeah. into into making this play. Yeah, or it was uh, you know, like when you when you play a a new video game and you don't quite have the controls down and you press the wrong button, so instead of diving <laughs> on the ball, you press jump and he jumped straight up onto the ball and then Sent it flying into the uh, opponent's end zone it, it, for a touchdown. It was almost like it was almost like a sarcastic level of of the ball flying away from him. Like he was <laughs> like almost like like a sarcast like a, a, an over exaggerated video yeah. game or TV show type, like of a caricature. Movement. Yeah, yeah, the way the ball flew away and he went slip. Like it was very much like the oh he's you know somebody slips on banana peel and flies ten feet in the air and lands flat <laughs> on their back like on the on the cartoon like. It was exactly, exactly like that. I didn't get a chance to, but I was going to uh, do a little photoshopping of a uh, Mario Kart, and they throw a banana peel on it. Like they drive by and throw a banana <laughs> peel on, <laughs> sends them flying. I think it would have been perfect. Now that was that was play one. That that kind of set the tone for the whole weekend for plays that yeah. were going to blow our mind. I think the second one would be well, they, these, Florida's the next two. The next two you're going to talk about are schematic decisions. I yes. want to be clear here. This is <laughs> That's a whole, true. Almost a whole different These were planned. Of, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah these, these, these were done on purpose. The, the, that one was not done on purpose, at least exactly. theoretically. These were done on purpose. So we have Florida and Georgia at the cocktail party. And Florida seemingly somewhat in the game at this point what's, well, yeah what's the what's the score at this point because if i recall correctly it's not like done done yet no i think it was kind of barely i mean so florida's still kind of barely hanging on here right? yeah so like, I, I mean i could be wrong well, we could look this up if we wanted but um, I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, pull, I'm pulling it up I'm, okay I'm, don't worry St pipeline stats and pipeline info, stats AKA, and info is on aka it. Yeah. me on the espn app <laughs> <laughs> is uh, is going to deduce that uh, what was the score at this point? I'm so guessing. Go ahead and, I think yeah, it was seventeen to seven, but okay. that, but I could be wrong. Continue, continue describing what uh, what happened while I. Uh, while so we I have a yeah, deduce. exactly. We have a fourth and inches situation, and Florida's gonna are they gonna try and draw them off sides? Are they gonna fake it? Or what are they gonna do? And they're in shot going shotgun formation, except for 
the the back then moves up so he's going to take it directly under center but then the center hikes it between not only his legs but the back's legs to a back this what eight yards remember we're inches away from a first down and now we're eight yards back and let's just say he didn't gain and he was gonna th- and he was gonna throw it it was trevor Etienne was gonna like not only not only did they snap it deep through graham mertz's leg but they were gonna throw a pass on fourth and inches with a non-quarterback <laughs> which and also jason uh, this to, to, to contextualize the point in the game here florida has the ball on the on the on the plus 34 mm-hmm. or sorry the um the minus 34 yeah, at this point 34. and they are down 10 to 7 georgia okay, so. After, yeah so it's very much still a game here uh they're down 10 to 7 georgia immediately three plays touchdown to okay that's what it was so that made it 17 to 7 yeah yes. the only thing i can possibly figure out is that Michigan stole a sign and gave it to Georgia. That's how well they had this place, this trick play scouted out because it had 0% chance of succession after the ball was hiked. So thinking through what happened here, I I mean, first of all, as soon as, because Graham Merce does a thing where he kind of runs up to the center, you know, real quickly, like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm about to just quick snap it and sneak it, which, you know, probably would have worked if he right. actually, you know, if that was actually what they had done. Um, <laughs> But like I understand, I I can I can see the thought process of saying, okay, let's use that as sort of a decoy and get the ball to ETN for him to run for the first down, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can I, I can I can buy this to an extent. Now, something else to think about here though is when you, is when you do this, where would you want ideally probably want to run? Well, you probably would want to run right back up the middle because every single guy on the field is basically on the line of scrimmage to block for you. You have no yeah. blocking to the outside, which is where ETN runs. And then the third part of this is, again, like I just previously mentioned, is not only do you run a running back to where there is literally zero blocking for him against Georgia's defense, you then tell him, oh, by the way, we want you to throw the ball, you know, <laughs> just 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 in case, you know, just, just to make sure if you, if you got the lane, you run. If you don't, you throw. And by the time he even brings his arm back to attempt this pass, he's already being hit. Like this, this there is just there is no chance. Like you're basically running a a bootleg with a running back with zero blocking at all. Like this is just such a dumb idea. And, and by the way, they had to get like six inches to get the first down. Like this right. is just a preposterously <laughs> dumb, dumb idea against uh, an elite defense, let, or let alone any defense, but especially Georgia. Yeah, pipeline stats and info. If you look at the analytics, it has Georgia's defense <laughs> is rated as as very good. So good. I it don't has, know. If... It, has, it has Trevor Etienne as, as a passer rated as probably not as good as your quarterback. Forty five on his Madden rating. He's as a passer, okay. but uh, you know what? This kind of reeks of because listen, I'm not saying bad decisions are never made in the NFL, but this to me is a college football head coach bad decision because I feel like sometimes in college their egos get the best of them and they're going to do something off the wall. When you, like you said, there's six Billy inches away. brain genius. Yeah, just exactly. Just hike the ball and sneak it. I mean, even against an elite defense, you should be able to pick up six yards or have ETN come up and ram you ram like the, the bush push from behind. Yeah. I, I mean, 
Yeah, except, except Billy Billy Napier's drawn this up on a napkin at four in the morning at his bedside table like twelve different times. So of course right. he had to run this. Like the every any, just anybody can do the quarterback sneak, but remember, big big brain Billy over here has has five different folded napkins next to his table of this version that doesn't work, but that was the one that was going to work. I think he spilled some yeah. some tea on it, and some of the lines ran together because the play got a little discombobulated. But take us to play number three. That was absolutely going to work. <laughs> As insane as that was, what a what a segue! Not even I don't even know if it's the same. Oh, this this is so much dumber. This is the this same is galaxy really as this play, and we're t- of course talking about Oregon State, Arizona, a fake field goal in a game. <laughs> Let's rem- remember that Oregon State ultimately lost by three <laughs> points. Lost by three. <laughs> so take I, us I, take I, us I, through I, it, KSD. I, I, yeah, pipeline stats and info. Uh, once again, me on the ESPN app on my phone here because I want to get the exact uh, the exact yardage on uh, on this play because this play happens with two seconds left in the first half of a ten to ten football game, right? Like again, mm-hmm. I was going to repeat that as you mentioned, a game that Arizona wins by three on the but, road um, too. It's it's at Arizona. Yes, this is this is Oregon State's chance to go into the locker room up 13 to 10 at the end of the first half and, you know, take a little momentum with them, you know, going, going into the the end of the half here. Um, They were not getting the ball to start the, the second half. So, you know, the, the, just a, a, big, a big point in the game to just get this field goal. They, they're at, it's third and 10 from the Arizona 16. So it's a 33 yard field goal. One that is absolutely makeable for their kicker who was named Atticus Sappington, by the way, just an incredible <laughs> kicker name. Um, so what they do is snap the, snap the ball and the holder just kind of throws a little toss to the kicker to where he just basically kind of Leroy Jenkins is it and just runs straight as far as he can before getting tackled, which was surprisingly far. He did make it nine yards. That's not even including the, you know, like what, like seven yards he's behind the line of scrimmage when he catches the ball. So kind of an impressive run, but again, he made it nine yards. He needed to make it sixteen because it's the last play of the first half. Like <laughs> you getting the first down here, which again he also did not get. He was a yard short. That does you no good when there's zeros on, on the clock. Like he had like he had to score the touchdown. And now so so Jason, I'm I'm not a math guy. Like I I, I understand I understand football analytics, you know, like mm-hmm. at a very elementary level. Like I'm not a, I'm not totally yeah, I am not one of those people who is like, oh, analytics are wrong, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, I, I get it. I understand how how to use it, you know, like I have but again, my understanding is sort of baseline. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, I am smart enough to know this. If you are at the 16 yard line with two seconds left and you you are Jonathan Smith and you're and you say I want to go for the touchdown, which that's fine. That is something you, that is a decision you can make. It's not mm-hmm. the one I would make, but it's one you can make. What gives you a better chance of, uh, of, of scoring here? Running, running DJ Uyangalale and the offense onto the field to throw it into the end zone or <laughs> running from basically, again, about 23 yards, you know, when, when you account for where you line up yeah. on the field goal with your kicker named Atticus Sappington. <laughs> Now, Pipeline Stats and Info does not have Atticus Staffington's uh, forty time, so I'm not sure how fast he is. But I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take a gander that he's not the fastest player on the field, specifically when we're talking about against the defense. Which, mind you, he's gonna have to run past to get these twenty three yards. So, 
Call me crazy. I mean, it, it, it looked it looked like something straight out of a movie, like the way he was running. Like there was no like there yeah. was no attempt from this guy to make any sort of move, juke, stiff arm. Like it was literally like he caught the ball and he and he was told when you get the football, you run straight to to the end zone. And he literally <laughs> just ran in a straight line, straight ahead until like it was like I will run forward until something impedes my progress. I will not attempt to dodge anything in my way. If something is in my way, I will hit it and fall down. I don't know if he thought there was more than two seconds left on the clock. I'm not sure really what was going on because, like you said, there was no jukes. There was nothing. It was – you know what it kind of reminded me of? Do you remember the bowl game? I cannot remember which bowl it was. And it was the um, – I believe it was Nebraska and uh, – what did I say? Michigan? The one where Nebraska laterals it like a thousand times on the last play yeah, of the game. Yeah. In which – yes. They're going to score. I, th- I remember uh, Herb Street was like, the ball's still alive, you know. They're going to yeah. score. All he has to do is one more lateral, which he had guys <laughs> open, and they score. And instead, he did just like this kicker, just kept running forward and got tackled. And I was like, what was the point of it well, all? But Well, so this this also reminded me of the, the national championship game from a few years back where Nick Saban tries the fake field goal against, against Clemson. And um, if you'll recall, it's, it's, it's a similar concept, except that the difference is, is on this field goal, Saban uses his kicker as a lead blocker against like Cleveland Farrell and Christian Wilkins and, and guys like that. It's instead of Jonathan Smith here, who was like, because basically, basically did the, do you remember, um, it was like, a, I think it was the Thanksgiving game a few years ago, like Chiefs and the Cowboys, when the Chiefs, instead of throwing a Hail Mary at the end of the first half, threw it short to Tyree Kill, and he just ran for like 50 yards mm-hmm. because the yeah. defense was all on the goal line. He just kind of out-angled everybody and scored. Like, yeah. Jonathan Smith was like, I'm going to do that with my kicker. <laughs> like, 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 it's like the, the Nick Saban thing of using the kicker as the lead blocker. Like, oh, yeah, like Christian Wilkins is going to get pancaked by my kicker. Jonathan <laughs> Smith is like, I've got Tyreek, the Tyreek Hill of kickers. He's going to just run straight into the end zone with the football. And, and spoiler alert, kickers are, are, are good at kicking. Right. <laughs> they are. They're called kickers for a reason. Now, all of this action happening on the field, but quite a bit of action happening before the games even kicked off Saturday, KSD. And of course, I'm talking about <laughs> at game day, Oregon, Utah, and the Oregon Duck just putting on an absolute clinic on yeah. content. Oregon had a clinic going on and off the field yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They were uh, putting it on the field and and the Duck holding up the, the best part was him holding up a sign which references a new girl episode. And so of course the internet's rushing. To, it was, well, it was like, what was it like season four, episode three at the three. Yeah, it, 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 was, it had the, the exact timestamp. And and as someone who has watched new girl, I was racking my brain. I was like, okay, what, what like trying to think yeah. if I knew, like, like trying to think if it was like a memorable scene that I knew. And I was like, I, I have no idea what it is. And then, of course, some, it, it being the internet, somebody did have to, to find it and post it. Yeah, and because I was trying, I, I'm the same. I was thinking, did something happen with a duck? I couldn't. That's remember. what I was thinking too. I was like, is there an like? Because I remember, um, what's her face is from Portland and in the show, yeah. and I was like, is it? You know, is there an Oregon reference in there that I'm just like forgetting or something? You know, or a, a, yeah. And it was none of that. <laughs> it was not that at all. Oh gosh, I, I forgot his name. What, what's his? What's the character's name in the show? Um, isn't it Winston? Yeah, yeah, Winston. When, yeah. And what does he say? 
he said, he said like shoddy what that thing do or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's like Winston it's like Winston and, Sh- and uh and like Schmidt and Coach or something like yeah. sitting at like a coffee shop. Yeah, they're they're trying to and, egg him on and talk talk to the lady. Yeah, talk to a girl, and yeah. he just turns around and goes, "Yo, shorty, what that thing do?" <laughs> <laughs> just kind of yells it out, and they're just like, "Oh man." Anyway, this anyway this is the message that the duck wanted to, to the the country to see yesterday morning on college game day. I just to me that encapsulates what's great about college football. You know, you got game day, you got the the revelry, the rivalry, the pageantry, but you have this high level of shenanigans. And at the top of that peak is the duck referencing some random <laughs> new girl episode well, and well, cracking everyone up once once we found out what the joke was. So also on game day too, Steve Smith, who was guest picking, uh, picked Clemson against NC State by mm. saying something to the effect of like NC State's a basketball school, which it, which Dave Doran after NC State yeah. beats Clemson took offense to and said Steve Smith can can kiss my ass and yes. blah blah blah. Which actually it, let me let me let me take a step back. The the exact quote was something to the effect of Steve Smith in the studio can kiss my ass right. not a basketball school whatever. Which is hilarious because the game was on the CW. Like, not, not, <laughs> it is not that Steve Smith is not in that studio. Number yeah. one, he is, he was on ESPN. Number two, um, challenging Steve Smith to, uh, any sort of, uh, you know, argument or physical right. combat is just always a bad idea. Like, I, I wouldn't surprise me if Steve Smith redirected his flight home through Raleigh <laughs> yesterday exactly. just to, just to, just to stop by the NC State football offices and and, and give Dave Doran a, a a what's up, and the the, the other thing the, the third thing about this is um, Dave Doran's out here cutting a promo after NC State moves to five and three with the win over four and four Clemson. <laughs> like, oh man, this is this is such a great football you know, doing the whole. This is such a great football program and football school thing, which. I mean, first of all, like I don't think anybody's kidding themselves about what you know. And mm-hmm. we're talking fo- like the football or basketball school thing is a dumb thing. It's a, it's a dumb concept to begin with. Yeah, like you know that every school has to be one or the other. But if we're gonna do this in a binary, I don't think we're kidding ourselves about which one NC State actually is to begin with. But also, again, you 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 beat four and four Clemson to move to five and three. Like <laughs> so, he's <laughs> out, out here cutting promos against Pan- uh, Carolina Panthers legend Steve Smith. It was like the uh, the flaccid version of the Ryan Day rant earlier this year versus Notre Dame. It was, yeah, uh, but, like, to, but well, much to, more to, embarrassing. To recap here, in in the in post game in post game like on field interviews this year, we've had coaches go off against <laughs> Lou Holtz, Steve Smith, like Pat McAfee. Like, am I, am I missing anybody <laughs> else? Like, it's just such a it's such a weird. Uh, a weird cast of characters that coaches are just choosing to yell about after they after they win football games. Especially because, to a man, almost every one of those coaches would say, "Oh, I, we don't listen to the outside. We we block out all that noise." Meanwhile, they're taking detailed notes. Well, not not very detailed in Dave Dorn's case because he couldn't even get the <laughs> station right. But um, yeah, as far as him saying, "Oh, we're not a basketball school or whatever," let's just historically put a little perspective on it nc state i think they have one 10 win season in their football history zero yeah. ncaa championships they have two basketball championships have they have they ever been to like a major bowl game like ever i, I can't i mean we'd have to probably 
rack the annals, get <laughs> get pipeline stats and info. They're working overtime today. I, I don't. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I will say this: they do have six cheerleading championships, so perhaps <laughs> they're a cheerleading school. I don't know. I'm sure Wolfpack fans listening will be at my gate uh, with their sharpened pitchforks after that comment. But it, it's I mean, just more over. Real, Steve, Steve Smith, Lou Holtz, Pat McAfee. That's kind of a nightmare blunt rotation. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's <laughs> quite the crew. Yeah. Speaking of, of basketball schools, um, Capital P podcasters here. Kansas beat uh, beat Oklahoma yesterday in what was you know probably the the the, the game of the day or at least you know one yeah. of them. And so a, a few things happened in this game, uh, both during and after. So first of all, there was like a there's a substantial weather delay in the first half, mm-hmm. like like an hour long weather delay. And at the end of this weather delay. Uh, a, a Kansas fan gets kicked out of the stadium for like sliding down one of the tarps over the seats. Like it's a slip and slide. <laughs> um, I just think it, it, if, if you're in a situation as, as a, a, an organization where you have to put tarps over the seats, a fan should be allowed to do whatever they want to, yeah. uh, to those tarps. Agreed. Also, they, uh, they, they, they took the goalposts out and dumped them in a lake. Um, so phenomenal work by, uh, by the Kansas students there. Just want to give a quick shout out on, on that. However, one other thing, hold on, hold on. Ahead. Before Let's pinpoint this lake thing for a second, because one it, of the students. Dump, dump, air, air quotes on dumped in the lake. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the students took a voluntary dive into this lake, which was. I'm Did not, not sure look sanitary. Yes. I hope he stopped by the walk-in clinic on the way home for a few inoculations because that looked like uh, it looked problematic to say the least. Yeah, that that that's not a that's not a swimming lake. That's a that's that's a that's a it's just their lake. Right. <laughs> that is not not a swimming lake. Um, yeah, we, there's one more Pac-12 thing we need to mention though before uh, before we go here. Um, Cal USC. Um, First of all, US, Alex Grinch allowed Cal to score 49 points yesterday. Mm-hmm. And Cal was a two play. They went for, they did the right thing. They did the, we know we're not as talented as you. So we're going to go for two and see if we can win the game. Mm-hmm. They didn't get it. Still the right call. Justin Wilcox, no, uh, no, no shame there. That That's what you should do when you are substantially out uh, talented. Mm-hmm. But at the, the end of the first half, had uh, had something I can't say I've ever seen before on a uh, on a college football field. So USC is driving at the, at the end of the half. They they get a, a late first down on a on a fourth down. Caleb Williams throws like a, throws like a thirty yard pass, gets them in the field goal range. But it appears it appears that the the, the clock runs out. They go to halftime, right? Mm-hmm. And what appears to happen is the teams go to halftime. Everything's like normal. They come out of halftime, and the refs are like, "Oh, by the way, uh, there was supposed to be one second still on the clock. We we totally messed that up. Um, so we're going to start the second half here with USC getting to attempt this field goal <laughs> with one second left. Again, <laughs> the entire halftime has already happened. Yeah, and then and then we're just going to and then after that we'll just kick off to start the third quarter. Like <laughs> like I I have never I have never seen this uh, ever happen. USC actually missed the field goal, so it didn't really end up like affecting the the final score of the game but um but this you know just like oh by the way i, I we, we decided there was supposed to be one second the only thing that would have made this funnier is that they would have sent the teams back for 20 more minutes in the locker room <laughs> been like oh sorry you have to do halftime you go eat more orange slices or whatever and, and we'll see you in 20 minutes yeah so i've i have seen this one time it was even more preposterous than this 
but this was in the NFL, and this was the last game of the year. It was Miami at New England. This was years ago. I, I saw a highlight of this, actually, in which the game was over. The teams went to the locker rooms, and the refs afterwards or something figured out that there should have been like a second or two left on the clock. They actually go in the locker rooms and call the players out. Some of the players literally, the, the stadium's like emptied out at this point. Some of the players literally come <laughs> back wearing towels. I'm not exaggerating that. And <laughs> to set up like one second left and the, the Patriots threw like, they had to throw a, they had to line up and then throw, the play was they had to throw a Hail Mary, <laughs> which already has like almost no chance of succeeding. And it didn't. So it was this. I mean, it probably was like an hour after the game. It was one of the wildest endings. I, I, you can find that on YouTube, like crazy NFL endings. But anyway, <laughs> it reminded me of that. But before we go, KSD, because this is going to be the last pod in October. The next time we'll we'll record, it'll be November. And, of course, that's college basketball season. So, of course, there's secret exhibitions and there's charity games and there's you know, whispered. <laughs> but – there was an interesting result today, and symbolically, I'm going to give you 15 seconds to talk about it. All right, look, uh, the, the the takeaway is don't <laughs> you, you don't you don't read you don't read into the scrimmages until uh, until this happens. Uh, Rick Pitino lost lost to uh, something called pace today. St. John's shot like 20% from the field in a in an exhibition game against D2 pace. I mean, they were down a couple starters, but still, uh, Rick Pitino. Pace, pace caught up to Rick Pitino again. Tale as old as time. <laughs> Perfect stopping point for this week. Remember, if you haven't subscribed, please do so. Leave us a five-star review. Follow me on Twitter at Pipeline underscore and on TikTok at Pipeline KSD on all social media at Pregame Empire. We'll see you guys next time on the Pipeline Award-winning podcast. <laughs>